People who make a lot of money consistently and become wealthy manage their, their money. It's as simple as that. I have never talked to a successful person who says, I don't pay attention to my numbers. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Okay, Rockstar Nation. Well, I know that a lot of you guys have read my book or seen me speak and, and where I talk about the difference between a millionaire and a billionaire. And for those who haven't heard of that, I always talk about billionaires, which are fake millionaires, which I think the real estate industry is tons of them in it, let's just say. And I think so many realtors out there have good cash flow, but have terrible savings and, and wealth building skills. And so I brought on a, a, a great guest today, Joan Sotkin. She's out of Santa Fe, New Mexico. She, she has this really cool book called Build Your Money Muscles. And uh, today we're going to talk about the correlation between emotions and money and, and dig into why you know real estate agents have such trouble with their money inside and outside, meaning why you all look good, but a lot of you or a lot of you are not actually really good financial when we take down the the curtain and the Wizard of Oz standing behind the curtain is actually a little person rather than this Oz. So I think without further ado, I'm going to let Joan talk now. And Joan, why don't you introduce yourself to our audience so they can get to know you better? All right. Well, I'm Joan Sadkin, and I've been doing the work I've been doing around money for a long time. And I got into it. I had two millionaire brothers. I, I was always getting rescued by my family. I had a horrible time getting my money act together. And when I finally did, and I was making, I was bringing in with, I had a crystal business. I was the first one to market crystals and minerals for healing and meditation nationwide and I had a line of stones called Jones Stones in 600 stores and I was grossing in today's money $50,000 a month and wound up going bankrupt and the reason was I didn't know how to manage cash flow mm. so I learned how to manage cash flow very slowly and I so the two things that were on my mind were why does one pe person make so much money and I couldn't and and what was it that I needed to know in order to act uh, smartly with my money? Because my parents were, were debtors. They didn't know how to handle money. And so somewhere along the line, I had to learn it. And now with the Internet, there's so many learning tools. So it, And I always wonder why when people know what they're supposed to do, you know, earn, say, uh, spend less than you earn, that sort of thing. Everybody's heard that. Yeah. And, and so the question to me is why don't they do that? <laughs> and, right, right. And, and so that's the work that I do is to answer the question why because I think if you don't answer the question why, no matter how much money you bring in, it's going to be either hard to hold on to it or you're going to experience a lot of financial ups and downs. And 
and for real estate agents, the other part of this is once you understand your own money issues, it's easier to understand your clients' issues so that you're not in this needy space with them and you're able to really serve them in a whole different way. Well, this this is going to be great because and, and and I can I can save a lot of time here. I can tell you two main reasons why, and then maybe you from there you could t- take us into some course corrections for a lot of our agents. But uh, the the main reason why real estate agents spend more than they make is number one. Um, they get big fat checks, right? They might not get a check for two months or, or, or two weeks, and then they get a big fat check that's five thousand or ten thousand dollars. So the the psychology behind that is Yahoo, I won the lottery versus oh, I better can stick this in a cave for the next two weeks or two months. And then the second reason is because they're taught in the beginning, and and a lot of them are taught by their office manager or their other agents that you can't. Uh, that you got to look good, that you can't show up to a listing ap- appointment driving a hoopty and uh, expect to get the listing. That if, the, if you're competing against another agent and another agent shows up in a Mercedes and you show up in a 1989 K car, that... Uh, you know, the, the, the other agent is going to get it just because they look good and, 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 and the people are saying, hmm, he, he or she must be successful. Even buyers, hmm, he's driving a Benz. Uh, he must be successful, even though he may not have ever sold any houses in his life. So those are the two reasons. Now, now if we take those two reasons, I'm sure you're, you're going to say there's reasons behind the reasons behind the reasons. But let's just take those reasons as to why agents tend to get in habits of speaking. Spending more than they than than they than they actually make or spe- or cash flow. How can we get out of that? What do we do? Okay, okay. Well, let's look at it. So, first of all, there's a term I've heard uh, where you're intoxicated by money, and when you get that big tra- check, it's like, oh wow. And, and the brain chemicals that are going on are not, it's not happening in your frontal cortex where you're making good decisions. You're like a little kid who's gotten, who has won the lottery. And we know what happens to a lot of lottery uh, winners. They, they, it, within a couple of years, they're broke. Right. And, and it's an so, endorphin boost, right? Looking abs- at a check. Abs- yeah. Dopamine, whatever it is. Dopamine, right. Neurotransmitters right. yeah. going on there that are driving you nuts. And, and the other thing is, when when uh, real estate ag- agents go through these periods of the down periods before the up periods, which is very common, and so they start feeling deprived during the down f- mm, phases, and wow. as soon as the money comes in is, okay, I'm going to yeah. buy yeah. everything that I want. Now I'm hungry. Okay? I'm going to get a steak. Now, I, you know? I, I'm yeah. going to get it. And and the problem is they that they haven't learned to manage cash flow. Mm. This is a very left-brain, technical kind of thing that is not complicated. Mm. But I know that's why I went bankrupt when I had a business where I was bringing in lots of money and I wound up going bankrupt because if I had $10,000 in my bank account, I thought I had $10,000. And I wasn't looking at the next three months' worth of expenses that I had to lay out and I wasn't managing my cash flow. Uh, Cash is king. And you've got to understand the way the way it flows and a lot of people just want the money to buy things and in the real estate business because they're supposed to be looking good they can really push themselves well i need this well you don't need five thousand dollars one thousand dollars suits you only need one and 
there's a tendency to go get more than one because it feels good. Mm. And and one of the things that I have found over the years as an entrepreneur, and remember, entrepreneurs are basically overly optimistic, or we wouldn't be entrepreneurs. Right, true, <laughs> the true, same true. Thing good with point. Real estate people, okay? okay, good point. And, and so I earned $5,000 this week. Oh, I'm probably going to do that for the next five weeks, which is not true. Mm. So... So there's, there's a, a decision that has to be made about what you want your financial life to look like. Do you want to have people tell me, well, every time I have something in savings, something happens and, and it goes away. Well, that's not a savings account. That's a cushion account. That's a life happens account. And, and you do need one of those that you, some people call an emergency fund. You need some money to left over all the time because let's face it, it's, there's no steady amount of money coming in when you're in real estate. I had two husbands in real estate and a father in real estate. And so I know what that looks like. And it's, it's dealing with the uncertainty. And there's this feeling, well, if I have just one more thing, I'll feel secure. But there is no real security except in your deciding what you want your future finances to look like. And you'll pardon the expression, it takes a certain amount of discipline to say, uh, I, I have $5,000 today. I'm going to allow myself to spend X number of dollars on something I need or want. And, and so the other side of that equation is, do we, you know, what about all these wants that we have? It's very hard to live in a world where the television and media is constantly saying, you need this, you need this, you need another course, you need another uh, sales piece, you need another car. Um, and at some point, you have to say, whatever I have today is enough. I'm enough. And uh, you have to become aware of your conscious the, the, consciously making choices along the way and to make those choices for your future while you're living in the present. Mm, okay. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So it, during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through the leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their, pro their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I want to sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now, or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for $220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents, it's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you, asking you to make an offer on their home.
good stuff, good stuff. And 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 so, like, what is a habit that you could build to create that? Because it's easy to just say, "Hey, you got to think like this." But but what is something practical that our listeners could actually start to do on a regular basis that will help build that muscle? Okay. Well, if you think managing your money is looking at your bank balance online, that's not it. <laughs> mm. um, and a lot of people do that. And basically what they're checking is to see if something bounced or not. So yeah. uh, I, I think it's really important to use software to uh, keep track of where your money's coming from, where it's going, so that you have a really good idea of what your monthly expenses are and what you're bringing in with uh, the real estate business you can average it out but you should be checking your money on a on a regular basis and it's really important to keep track of what you're spending because i find that when you do you you actually spend less i had one client who who makes a lot of money and and i said well if we're going to work together and you want to feel better about your finances you have to write down what you're spending and she discovered that on a monthly basis now she made a lot of money she was spending $15,000 a month on on stuff on clothing that she didn't need and just here and there and it, money has a way of just going here and there <laughs> it doesn't say oh I'll stay here right. it goes all over the place and and so once she started keeping track of her money she actually brought that monthly number down to $5,000 a month without feeling deprived at all. Because how many times have people said to themselves, I really wish I knew where my money went. I had all that money and now yeah. I don't, and I don't know where it went. Well, okay, when so, you know, Right, so, so, so we're building a muscle here, and, and I can hear people out there saying to themselves, hey, well, why do I need to keep track of it? The bank keeps track of it, or the credit card company keeps track of it, but essentially no. what you're saying is you need to categorize each yes. expense. Yes, you have personal expenses and business expenses, and for the real estate people, you have deductible expenses, and you want to be able to see where your money's going. What is your return on investment? If you're spending X amount on promotional materials, what's your return on that? Mm. And are you spending too much here or too much there? You can't make good financial decisions if you don't know your numbers. Uh, there's a show on CNBC, The Profit, uh, Love with it. Mark, Marcus Lemonis. And, and ha then you've heard him say dozens of times, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. Know your numbers, right. So you when you're, when you're saying, your so a lot of you know agents, I think, fall in that uh, guilty category where they might know their numbers on their business, but they don't know their numbers on their home, which means, right. you know, what are you paying for utilities? What are you paying actually for uh, going out to eat or groceries or, or every little thing? You know, I got one buddy that says, you know, every day, and this is his own issue, every day he comes home, there's another knickknack in his house. Right. And, uh, and so that's something where he would, him and his wife need to track knickknacks. Right. Absolutely. Uh, yes, it's it's discretionary spending. So what I've done, uh, I use QuickBooks for my business and Quicken for my personal. But I don't like the way they do cash flow because mm. when when they're asking for you to plan your cash flow, the, it's as if you know what's coming in in the next three months. And I don't. I have a business. I don't know what. And I'm a solopreneur, so my income goes up and down. So what I've done is. Uh, I, I do keep track of the numbers in, in, in Quicken Quick and in QuickBooks, but then I created this spreadsheet. 
And I wanted everything in one screen so I could see what I was dealing with. And I, it's actually two screens, one for business, one for personal. And I, I list all my monthly expenses in one column. Then in another column, I, I have all the things that have to be paid on a monthly basis and the date that they have to be paid. And, and f- there's a space for loans and credit cards that, that have to be paid. And then there's a column for what's coming in what I know is coming in, and then you can put what you, you know, the, the maybe coming in. And then in the center of the spreadsheet is a box that says need, have on hand, uh, coming in, and then there's a number at the end, <laughs> and it's either a plus or a minus. And like I know at the end of the month, I have to have a certain amount in that, in that leftover space so that I can pay the things that are due the first 10 days of the month. And I play with this thing every uh, every week or two. Whenever I start paying bills, or when I get a, a a bunch of new clients or something, I'll I'll redo the numbers. And I make this spreadsheet with a video on how to use it available. It's available at prosperityplace.com/spreadsheet, and and it it shows you how to use it. And every time I've had a client start using this thing. They just breathe this sigh of relief and they realize that so much of their fear was due to what I call financial vagueness syndrome. Financial vagueness syndrome. Syndrome. What what is that? Where you're really vague about what you're earning and what you're spending. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I love when I'm I'm counseling people or, or, you know, on finances and and I say, well, what, what are your expenses? And all their numbers end in zero. Or two zeros or three zeros, and I did. I go, dude, that's BS. I was like, when was the last time you really got a utility bill that was two hundred? And when was the right. last time you went to the grocery store and spent fifty? You know what I mean? It, it's it, right. if it ends in a zero, it's it, you're full of it. So that's what you mean by financial vagueness. Vagueness, and or some people just know what their bank balance is online and what they've got in their pocket. I mean, and and that's super vague. People who make a lot of money consistently and become wealthy manage their money. It's as simple as that. I have never talked to a successful person who says, I don't pay attention to my numbers. And so people will say, well, I'm not very good with my numbers, with numbers. And the fact is you don't have to be good with numbers. You just have to be good with data entry. The, the software does all the math and, and runs reports like on a personal basis. I, I noticed that I spend about I spend a lot on food and vitamins and stuff. And I, I see that that it's pretty steady. At the end of the year, I see at the end of every year it's about the same. And you have to know what these numbers are to know what you need. And you know, people talk about retirement. I can't relate to it because I can't imagine retiring. But they they worry about retirement and not having enough. And, and running out of money, whatever they're worried about, it's all connected to financial vagueness. So the more specific you are with your money, where you see where you're spending it, what the categories are you're spending it in, then you can make much better decisions. Can you afford this? It depends upon what you've got, what you need, and, and what your goals are. Interesting. Real Estate Rockstars, this is a commercial break from our podcast sponsor, Housefolios. We're in real estate to find the next big deal, right? We want to find the deal, make money, and then turn around and do it all over again. 
It can be frustrating having to search through thousands of properties trying to find that Goldilocks property that is just right for your investment goals. That's why we're here to tell you about Housefolios. Housefolios is a management software for single family home investors that makes it simple to find good deals, get financing, and manage your property portfolios all from one platform. They're an all-in-one app that lets you easily search for properties, both listed and unlisted, analyze numbers based on your specific assumptions, and provide resources to get you through underwriting and closing. And this is a feature we like most. You can track your numbers at multiple levels. Want to see the returns on the specific property in seconds? Check. How about an entire portfolio of properties you're looking to buy? Check. And then being able to present these properties to investors to become the go-to real estate agent for their investment needs? How awesome is that? Managing your investment properties has never been easier. The best part, it's affordable. Plans start at just $29 a month, 29 bucks to unlock the tools to manage your entire investing cycle, all in one place. Check it out at housefolios.com. And if that's not enough, Housefolios is giving our listeners a special rate on an entire year of Housefolios, just 99 bucks. So instead of 29 bucks a month, 99 bucks for the year, head on over to housefolios.com forward slash RE Rockstars to sign up. Again, head over to housefolios.com forward slash RE Rockstars to get an entire year of Housefolios for only 99 bucks. So we're talking about building muscles right creating muscles um for for better finances and, and it's and 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 the way and the only way really is to start hyper focusing and categorize like you've said and and then pay attention to those categories um what they are and and look at it but you know and the how, numbers and, and the, the numbers. numbers right of course the numbers and, and the numbers right. behind them and on a regular basis right and that's where the the muscles thing comes in you start out with not a whole lot of weight and you build it up. Right. So you start out just keeping track of, your, of the numbers, even if it's in an app on your smartphone where you get this connection between your brain and the money where, where you're connecting what you're spending to an actual number. Mm. Where when you go out to eat, you put it in the app. When you buy yeah. something at the store, you put it at the app. And, what are, and what a are lot the best of the, apps for that? I, I don't use – I've tried a couple of them. I have a, an Android, I, and I really haven't found one that, that works for me. So there's nothing I can – I mean, you have but to try But there's plenty out there. I've seen them. I think they're called coin or currency. I or mean, they're, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. But you want one that, that adds everything up for you and categorizes. Yeah. And, and I, I like using, as I said, Quicken for my personal and QuickBooks for my business. Right. For business, I think you need something a little more sophisticated so that you, you – know, because if you're a real estate agent, you have a business. You're, you're in business for yourself. And, and that has to be treated like a business. You're marketing, you're selling, and you're making money. That's the basis of, of right, business. Right, right, right. And, you, and talk, you talk about the, uh, you know, the endorphins when you get that fat check. So, so is your hope that the endorphins change uh, so that when they look at their bank account and they see they have 10 grand or, or 100 grand or whatever it is saved, that they get an, 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 a, a, dopamine, a dopamine rush um, from seeing that savings, from seeing that they've discounted their spending uh, versus uh, the dopamine that they get from right. seeing that big fat check? Well, first of all, the fat check should go in the bank and should not, there should be no major purchases made for at least a week. Mm -hmm. 
because the tendency is to go, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this check right. so I could get A, B, C, and D, and the check's gone. So that's kind of a muscle too, right? Because Absolutely. I mean, it's building well, like the ability to not spend immediately, just right. say – I won't spend for an entire week, and you think that by doing that, what happens? Well, you, you, the, the, that need, want, ah, excitement kind of goes down. I used to buy a lot. I, I, was, I was an overspender. There was no doubt about it. And I used to buy a lot of stuff from mail order catalogs. So this was before the internet. So when the catalogs would come in, what I, what I decided to do was I would turn down the page of the item that I thought I had to have that day, <laughs> you know, that feeling. And, uh, and, and I could not buy it for a week. And by the time I got back to the, co- the catalog, the urge had passed. I have a rule that I'm not allowed to spend money or eat when I get that, that gripping feeling in my chest that I have to have something right away. Mm-hmm. And I think you can probably relate to that. And... So I've had to discipline myself. What you're doing is you're building up new neural pathways in your brain so that when X happens, you don't do your habitual response. You're changing your habitual responses to familiar stimuli. Yeah. And, and so when – and it's perfectly normal to get really excited when you get a big check. But you have to have methods in place – for disciplining yourself and saying, okay, I'm going to wait a week because people who get wealthy don't spend all their money. <laughs> right, right. It's kind of like um, the disciplines that we all have or, or that we try to have uh, with food. You know what I mean? You're like, no, I don't want French fries with that. You know, I'll take the broccoli instead or, or, or what have you. The same sort of discipline yes. it, you're saying is with money. It's like, no, I'm going to let it sit there for a week. That's how that's how I roll. The same as when you say no French fries for me, you know, with that sandwich. It's the same exact thing. You're you're building yes. a muscle of discipline. Yes. I I had to give up sugar forty two years ago. I have not knowingly eaten sugar Whoa. or high carbohydrate foods for forty two years. That was that must have been hard, huh? Well, no, because sugar made me depressed. Oh, and I whoa. and I did I didn't want to be depressed anymore. Oh, yeah. So so, so your I, neuro association to sugar pretty much changed just from that. Huh? Absolutely. So also my discipline levels, because I I learned to say no to something that everybody else was saying yes to, and to me that's what allows one person to be more successful than another hmm. is their habits. Yes. And the decisions that they're making. And when you're in that high dopamine place or in that high excitement f- place, and, and uh, real estate agents have a lot of uh, adrenal responses. They're push, push, pushing. And, and that interferes with your ability to make good decisions. So I pay attention to the, the adrenal glands. And I, I try to help my clients see that why they're having these incredible adrenal responses, which causes all sorts of physical problems. And because your, your vehicle is just as important as the vehicle you're driving your clients around in. Mm. Because your vehicle is what you're driving you around in. And that's the vehicle of your body. And you have to take care of it. So you're a very complicated 
machine. And if you don't take care of it, it breaks down. It might break down physically, emotionally, or financially because your finances are just an extension of you. So they're, they're actually a symbol of your energy. And, and if your energy isn't great, your money's not going to be great. So I, I know and, and vice versa too, right? If your money's not that great, your energy's not going to be that great. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, and so it, it doesn't happen quickly. People want a, a fast, a fast answer to everything. They want instant gratification. And that's not how success is made. Yeah. Success is made one step at a time with, with careful consideration for every step you take. And that's really hard when you get these big chunks of money. At a right, time. absolutely. And I, I love your correlation between that and the dopamine. It's brilliant. It really is. And and let me address that that other reason, which I said earlier, and then you can throw in your two cents in this too. But, but I think that, you know, what agents need to know is that y- you can look good for, for not spending a lot of money. They don't, they don't think that that little sticker that says CarMax on it, on the back can be peeled off. And by that, I mean, you know, you you, you can peel that thing off. You can go and buy the CarMax and buy a used Mercedes or, you know, 10 years old for for the price of half of a, of a Prius or whatever. So if you really want to look good on a listing appointment, go, go buy a used car, wash it good, keep it clean that the consumer's not going to know. And, and then, you know, you know, you can buy stuff at stores, uh, good-looking clothes that aren't uh, that aren't at Nordstrom's. You know, you don't have to buy at Nordstrom's, and and, and you don't have to buy so much. You don't. So, real estate rock stars. This is a commercial break from our biggest podcast sponsor we have right now, Rent Ready. It can be fun getting a new real estate deal, but it can be tough managing your properties after the fact, especially if you're long-distance investing or trying to manage multiple properties by yourself. That's why we're here to tell you about RentReady. RentReady is a property management software that not only makes it easier to manage all your real estate deals from one platform, but they also have the best customer service support in the biz. They're an all-in-one app that lets you easily manage properties, collect rent, list units, screen tenants, sign leases, all from your phone or computer. Imagine all of your real estate doors right in your pocket. How awesome is that? The best part is it's so affordable, one flat price for everything, unlimited properties, tenants and support with a real live human. And I have to add in there, that's a new business model that not a lot of people are doing. There's like this freemium model where people say, hey, you can try this, but as soon as you grow, it's gonna cost you a lot of money. Or they kind of punish you when you get too many emails on your list or too many companies. They aren't gonna punish you when you grow. They're not gonna charge you more when you get 10, 20, 30 rentals. They're gonna charge you the same when you have two or three as they will when you have 50 or 60. So you have a nice fixed cost, all software, all in one place. Check it out, RentReady, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com. And if that's not enough, RentReady is giving our listeners a special code you can use to get a whole year of RentReady for just $54. Use code R-O-C-K-S-T-A-R-50, that's Rockstar50, and sign up for RentReady's annual plan at RentReady.com. Again, R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I.com with code Rockstar50 to get RentReady for only $54. So um, and how- I I agree, I agree with that completely. I I just I I had this 1994 Oldsmobile that I totaled because 
I hit something and it was like too much damage for the insurance company to cover. And so I wound up buying a 2005 Toyota Solera convertible. Right. And people ten, were thought, wow, she, you know, that good for you, years, you know? Yeah, yeah, 10 years old. It only had 48,000 miles, $12,000. And everyone says, what a hot car. Yeah, you look like a million <laughs> bucks, right? People don't Absolutely. know. It's all so, about you and your internal feelings, right? Because by buying that new car, by buying, you know, a new watch every year or a new, you know, a, right. a new set of clothes every year has nothing. In, nobody is bored with your clothes, right? It's, it's all internal in, in right. your brain, right? Tell me about why that happens. Well, first of all, if you need to get your confidence from your clothes, then there's something wrong with your confidence. Oh, my goodness. Um, and I'd work on your confidence. I buy a lot of my clothes at TJ Maxx and, and at this Chico's Outlet at, at Place, and people think I dress really well. Mm-hmm. And, and people aren't looking at the price tags. No. They're, they're looking at how I present myself. And I present myself with a lot of confidence and, and I, I take care of myself. And if you don't have confidence, no matter how good you look, there's that little bit of energy that comes out from you that can come out as desperate or needy. And that's what the client picks up. If you want to know why you're not selling enough, it's not because you don't look right. It's not because you don't have the right car. It's because you don't feel good enough about yourself and what you're doing. Wow, that that's intense because there's so many people we know that that right they it, you know they have to have that polo label or 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 that that um, coach purse label right. And essentially, what Joan is saying, which is extremely controversial, but I back it up a hundred percent, is that hey, listen, guys. If you need a coach label on your purse or you need a polo on your shirt to give you confidence and make you feel good, there is something wrong with your confidence and your happiness to begin with if you need an outside thing to get you there. Right. And the worst thing you can do when you're in a sales situation, I happen to love to sell. And the worst thing you can do is to feel needy inside mm. where you, where you need to make that sale, where where because people can pick it up. We have, there's so much more to communication between human and human than just the words we're using. It's the energy we're putting out. And if you're in a needy, desperate place, they're going to pick that up. And people, I just read a book called The Confidence Code. And people don't judge whether they're going to buy from someone based on, comp, on competence. They base it on confidence. Hmm. Someone walks in there like, I own the place. People respond to that immediately. Hmm. Do you think that maybe um, people, let's say I walk in, you know, with a TJ Maxx blazer on and someone else walks in with a polo blazer on, do you think that the people from the outside will give them more cred, uh, for lack of a better word, um, because of that? Or is it all in, in well, their own Well, first mind? of all, yeah. TJ Maxx, you buy 
polos half price. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So I mean, there's the ways to do it. Yeah. I mean, you can I buy, you I, can I, buy yeah. designer clothes at a discount. I mean, that is possible. Do I? Some people will not like it because they want to work with someone who is frugal. Other people mm. will have have an effect from it. Right. It's kind of like wearing too is, much cologne, right? Someone might look at it and be like, who's this guy I think he is, right? You know exactly. I mean? uh, when I see someone all dressed up in, in designer clothes, wearing expensive perfume, which I can't stand because I'm smell sensitive, <laughs> but mm. wearing expensive perfume and dry, driving a Mercedes, mm. I wonder who they really are. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like broke? the guy with the with the guy with the 15 Lamborghinis. What the heck do you need more than one Lam- Lamborghini for? <laughs> to me that tells me that there's something there's something missing inside. I happen to live in a community where people are very conscious of the earth and I mean we don't people here aren't quite as materialistic as they are in in a lot of other places. And one of my good friends who's a real estate agent drives a, a, a I think she's still in a Toyota. I think she just got a, a Lexus. But she doesn't dress up fancy. And she's been making good money in real estate for a really long time. And it depends upon, you know, who you're working with. I mean, I guess if you're working in the, the hills of Los Angeles and selling $5 million homes, you want to look like them. But... If you're selling $5 million homes, then I hope you're saving some of that money that you're getting in as commission. Right. You can't say <laughs> – I think, I think what we're trying to say is if you're sacrificing um, you know, your savings right, um, to try to get ahead – of this game, it never changes. Is you're gonna you're gonna keep buying new crap, yeah, yes, new watches yes, and new cars, yeah, and you're just yeah. never gonna get ahead. You have to, you know, figure out how to um, spend less than you make. You know, spend uh-huh. less than you make and pay taxes on. Right um, from day one, and there's a million ways to do that without sacrificing looking good. You know? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and. If if you think you need externals to 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 get your confidence, as I said before, then then I look at at what is it, what is it about you that makes you feel less than or not good enough? Because those are the kinds of things that the clients can pick up on. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Wow, that th- this is good stuff. This is incredible. So, Joan, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a, a link to your book, Build Your Money Muscles, um, on hybendigital.com backslash Joan Sotkin, S-O-T-K-I-N. And I'm going to put a link to your contact information and your website and all of that good stuff up there. I really appreciate you coming on the show today, Joan. This is this. I'm hoping this uh, does not alienate our audience, and I'm hoping that it actually helps them uh, think more clear and actually helps them uh, build wealth or even help their children and and their mentees and people that they. Um, uh, want to teach uh, uh, help them teach uh, other people how to begin the process of building wealth which is which all starts with building your money muscles so thanks so much joan it, it's been a great pleasure if i'm ever in santa fe new mexico we will definitely get together and break some bread all right and thanks for having me this was great 
All right, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rate rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every punny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.